Hello, everybody. Welcome to our house cleansing class. My name is Laura Gonzalez. For those who don't know me, oh, oh my God, where do I start? I'm a minister. I'm a priestess. I work with Circle Sanctuary. I'm a minister in Circle Sanctuary. I'm a priestess of the goddess, and I have been a pagan practitioner for the last 12 years or so, but I have been a witch, witchcraft practitioner for basically my whole life. Um, I'm a tarot reader, that's my trade, that's my profession. I'm a tarot reader, I'm a, a spiritual counselor. Um, I also create my own oils and spritz creations and I sell those. So that's what I do for a living, that's, that's my job. And most interestingly, and the one activity that actually supports me and pays my bills and pays my rent is teaching, which is a very unknown fact. A lot of people don't know that I teach so much. Why? Because 99% of my teachings are private. They are one-on-one. -on -one. And um, that's, that's, that's just the way it is. You know, I teach tarot. I teach people how to increase their psychic abilities. And I teach this like practical magic uh, classes and stuff. And, but it's all private and it's all very intimate and it's usually one-on-one. -on -one. But uh, last year, this is such a funny anecdote. Last year, because of the circumstances of, that we're all up to here with COVID and all of that, I purchased um, Zoom and I purchased Calendly. And I was you know, sure that I was gonna be teaching all year through Zoom and somewhere during the year, I forgot. I absolutely forgot that I was gonna be teaching. And then this year when I'm ready to renew my Zoom, I remember that I bought it to teach classes and I'm like, oh yeah, that was interesting. So here we are a year later and thank you all for being here. Um, I am going to be teaching a class per month and all classes are gonna be $20 and all classes are gonna be like this. I'm gonna record them all. So for people who will want to purchase the classes later, they can do so. So with that said, um, this class is gonna be focused on house cleansing and cleaning. And there is Sandra, um, texted me so I will text her back eventually that um, we're going to pass her the recording so she can um, listen to the class. So why house cleansing and why is ha house cleansing important? Well, let me start you with the ancient, ancient history and ancient as in like 40 some years ago, I'm 48 years old and I learned the art of house cleansing from my mother and for my father. I always tell people and whoever wants to listen to my silly life story, uh, my mom was what you will call a natural witch, but she never referred to herself as that. And my dad was a new ager when being a new ager was actually new in the 60s and 70s. So my dad was like a flower power child and my mom was a very, very gifted natural witch. And out of all my family, I'm the only one that actually dedicate uh, her whole life to that. But all my siblings have different abilities, like psychic abilities and whatnot. And uh, some of them embrace it. Some of them are terrified by it. And uh, even my nieces and my great nieces, they have some kind of a psychic ability. I don't know what it is. I don't know why we are natural to it, but here we are. So. I, um, again, a lot of people know me for, you know, doing the tarot card readings and kind of like being a psychic. What people don't know is that my first passion and my first thing that I learned actually was cleansing because cleansing and healing with hands were the first two things that I learned. And I promise you that I was like seven or eight years old when my dad told me how to heal with hands. And then later on, I learned how to do the house cleansings. So on the description of the class, we were talking about, we're gonna talk about house cleansing, people cleansing, work, um, space, 
sacred space cleansing, and it's all basically the same. So first of all, why do we cleanse? Why do we have this need to cleanse ourselves, spaces, etc.? Well, the question is, why wouldn't we, right? Like everything gets dirty, everything gets polluted, everything needs maintenance. And even if you don't believe that some evil, dark, whatever things get stuck to you or to your space, that's fantastic. If you don't believe that kind of thing, that's great. Um, this is a very like pragmatic way of seeing things. You clean what is clean so it doesn't get dirty, you know? So with that logic, that's why we cleanse ourselves and cleanse our spaces. So what are those things that we wanna cleanse on our houses and on ourselves and you know on our spaces well hollywood will tell you they are evil demonic spirits they are uh ghosts that have unresolved issues in life uh they will tell you they are demons that came out to your house because you play with a ouija board or because you smoke a cigarette or because you listen to let's Zeppelin backwards and uh, I love to see smiling faces because you all know what I'm talking about. Y'all grew up in the 80s like me, you know, that was the thing, the backwards uh, LP. And it was like, oh my God, the devil is gonna come. Well, that's what Hollywood would like you to believe. Um, are demons real? I don't know. And all of these years that I've been doing house cleansing and people cleansing, I have never encountered one nor do I wanna encounter one ever. Thank you very much. Stay where you need to stay demons. Um, so are they real? I don't know. What have I encountered when I cleanse homes? Let's pretend a number. Let's say I have cleansed a hundred houses. I have encountered probably five ghosts. What people understand as ghosts, which are uh, energy of humans that inhabit this world and then are dead or um you know they don't have a body disembodied entities they're called and sometimes those are um be people believe they are the impression of a person who lived there and they don't want to live that uh, physical space sometimes people believe oh they have unfinished business and that's why they they're there and some people believe that they are um not necessarily the spirit of the person, but kind of like an impression. So think about a flash in a photograph. If you all remember taking those photographs with flash, you know, when the flash went up, poof, and then there's like a shadow or an impression that stays there. And out of the, say, five I have encountered, maybe four were spirits that were confused and they didn't know that they, they didn't have to stay there anymore. And one of them was kind of like an impression that just, you know, we pray it away and it, off it went. Um, when I have encountered this disembodied entities, when I have encountered ghosts, uh, they're usually want the exact same thing that all of us want. They want to be seen. They want to be recognized. They want to be acknowledged. They want to know that they matter. And I know this sounds very like political and romanticized, but it's the truth. Think about um, being able to see children when nobody else can see children. And then suddenly you make eye contact with a child. So the child is gonna act up and is gonna be like, hey, I'm here, right? Is basically the same principle. When you encounter a disembodied entity or a ghost, that is living at a house, all they want is to be seen. And once you see them or they, or they are acknowledged, they're gonna act up. They're gonna be like, hey, you can see me. So now let me do a tap dance because you can see me. So let me make sure you can see me again and again and again. And that is when I have come to the uh, point of telling them like, hey, why are you here? And I talk to them like I will talk to any of you. Why are you here? what makes you believe or think that you need to stay here. Um, you don't need to stay in this house, but if you're going to stay, don't scare the people in the house. You know, they cannot see you, they cannot understand what's going on, so don't scare them. That goes for uh, entities on your home or anywhere else that you go. 
I have, I know I have entities or spirits that visit my place and those are the rules. And as funny as it might sound, it works like that because they were human at one point. So you tell them, you know, I tell them, don't scare me. Uh, if you need to tell me something, be clear, you know, make it appear before my eyes in a way that I am going to understand it. And uh, literally office hours are nine to five or in my case, three to 11, because you all know I'm a night person. And uh, you are not welcome on my bedroom. You are not welcome on my bathroom. You want to talk to me? There's a kitchen, there's a living room and the hours are nine to five or three to 11, whichever. And that is for those entities that are like super benevolent and they just wanna like give a message. Um, and anything that is nasty and invasive, I'm just like, get out of here, you know? So there is this um, tradition with Mexican people. I don't know if anywhere else in Latin America is true, but I know in Mexico, some Mexican, that they say, you know, if you have a ghost at home, say bad words, curse at them, and, and they will go. So the idea is that if you're in a Mexican home and there's a, a disembodied entity, and if you're if you're a sensitive, please cover your ears. Um, the idea is that you tell them, you know, motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. This is not your fucking house, blah, blah. To which I always wonder, why? <laughs> why? why is this a tradition and why will people do that because if i'm a human that has no body anymore and somebody speak to me that way i you bet you're behind that i'm gonna be upset and i'm gonna tell them you know like no now now listen now you're gonna see what is a ghost you know um the rule of thumb which is it sounds very simplistic but it's very, very real, is if they were people, they are still our people. That myth that you die and you get your halo, your, your wings and your harp and you go to heaven, that is a myth. If Uncle Tony was an asshole, I'm sorry, Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony just died in real life. Why did I say Uncle Tony? I don't know. If Uncle Joe died and Uncle Joe was an ass, Uncle Joe is going to be still being an ass, you know. If my auntie Juanita just passed away and she was loving, caring, and loved children and candy, not because she died, now she's in heaven and she's a saint. She was a good person. She's going to continue being a good person. She just don't have a body anymore. So most of these entities go. Where do they go? That is a completely different class. Uh, short answer is, I don't know. Nobody does. Um, I believe they go where they believe they're going to go when they die. That's the short answer. Uh, but some of them linger and some of them stay and they stay around because they want to, because life on earth is cool. If it weren't cool, we wouldn't be here enjoying it. So, you know, um, some of them stay and some of them stay and hunt your houses because they want to be seen. They, they, they're like children. They just want to be seen. Uh, do we get rid of them when we cleanse? You can. But that's not when you're cleansing, when you're doing a house cleansing, actually. What we're doing when we're doing a house cleansing is this. Do you know when you have like a nice wool scarf and it has a lot of electricity and then suddenly by accident, you drop it on the floor and then you pick up the scarf and suddenly it has all this like, debris and dust and if you have pets it's going to be covered with pet hair and dandruff or whatever um dust those bunnies etc because it, it attracts it right like the static from the scarf attracts that dirt that uh, soil or whatever that's what happened with us and that's what happened with our places so Unless you are a hermit that never, ever, ever leaves your house. And I know during the pandemic, during the height of the beginning of the pandemic, that was us. Um, you go on touch and you get in contact with other people, things and emotions that have energy. So if you are in this class, you believe on the power of energy, period. So I don't have to explain to you how energy affects us, right? 
<clears throat> what happens is you go to work or you go to the movies or you go to the grocery store or you go to the doctor or wherever and you're going to have encounters with other people and your energies are going to do this they're going to interact and then they're going to let go right like magnets right you come together and then you repel each other and that's usually what happens however sometimes people have very heavy what is called bad energy or negative energy it's just dense I don't think it's bad. I just think it's, it's thicker, you know, or dense or whatever. So say somebody just lost a loved one or they're really super angry with their boss or they are one paycheck away from being in a, a homeless situation or they have just suffered a terrible crime that was perpetrated against them or they're carrying a lot of trauma. The reasons could be infinite right? Why a person's energy is dense. And you interact with them and then you pick up a little bit of that energy unconsciously, right? You just you pick up that kind of like the scarf pick up the brain, right? So you get home. And when you get home, uh, most of us who wear bras, that's the first thing that goes, right? There goes the bra and then everything else. And then we throw the purse and blah, blah, blah. And we also, we also carry that energy. So now we have this little, think about a cotton ball to be very dramatic, but very, very visual. Think about a cotton ball that is gray, gray in color, right? So a gray cotton ball. And you get home and boop, off goes the cotton ball. And then here comes your spouse or your children that they also have one interaction with one set person or maybe an entity or maybe something that had that dense uh, energy and they come home. And of course, because at home we feel safe and because we feel safe our defenses or natural energy um, boundaries are low. So that energy just poof. And now you have two cotton balls that are great and they found each other. So now you have two. And then another week, and another five cotton balls. So now you have a little cluster of them. And then now there's been a month and now you have 10 or 15 and so on and so forth. And then one day, these little cotton balls, these little energy clusters are, and this is gonna sound very out there, but suddenly they get almost like a consciousness, almost like a, we're hungry, you know? So this dense energy starts poking at you. How do you feel that energy is poking at you? You feel tired, you're irritable, you wanna pick up a fight with everybody and anybody just cause, uh, or it's just think about like when you haven't mapped your floor for a month, it's gonna be dirty, right? There's gonna be dirt and debris. So the same happens with this energy. And quite literally, like a dust bunny, it starts collecting more. And it's like going towards the places where there's more. And if there's no more, the problem with energy or the situation with this energy is that it starts fucking you, kind of like feed me, right? So we start now, now we start creating that. We start arguing with our children. We start yelling at the dog. We start yelling at the cat. We start, uh, I don't know, arguing with the cousin or whatever. And then those energies become more and more dense. And now you're dealing with, you know, instead of two or three cotton balls, now you have all your houses covered with them. Well, that is obviously not a fun thing to have. And the same happens to your house. It can happen to your energy. We have a natural um, boundary energy. Some people know it as aura. Some people call it your energy. Some people say it's your cocoon. Some people say it's your chakras. Call it what you will. It is a natural energy boundary. We all have it. Different cultures have called it different things. So now we establish why. Why this happened. Are they demons? No, they're not. 
could they be ghosts? Maybe, but that those guys are really harmless. And again, if it was the uncle that was an asshole, he's gonna be an asshole and he just needs to be told to pack it up and go. And quite literally, you can just say, pack it up and go. This is not your place to be. Go be where you need to be, you know, and that's it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And this, I am so thankful that this older uh, witch told me this. And ever since I added to my teachings, and I love it. We live in a three-dimensional world. And on this three-dimensional world, we are the monarchy. We are the rulers because we live in a three-dimensional world. They, the ghosts, they don't belong here. This is not their world. They're welcome to be around and to do whatever they want. There's a joke where they say there's a naked ghost sitting on your shoulder. Haha, <laughs> that's funny. I mean, if they don't want attention and if they just are floating around, that's fine. But when they start interacting with us, A, they cannot harm you. Let me repeat that. They cannot physically harm you ever. Can they mess up with your mind and make you see things or a thing that you like saw something? Yeah, sometimes they can do that because they're energy. But you are the monarchy. You are the queens, kings, and royalty of the three-dimensional world. So you can tell them, get out of here. You're not welcome. This is my home. Go. But when we are talking about house cleansing, that in my opinion, has to be done at least once a year, preferably twice a year. Um, that is not what we're dealing with. We're dealing with those little clusters of energy that we just pick them up and we pick them up because let's call it this way. And I'm just gonna trademark this phrase is the wear and tear of energy. There you go, is the wear and tear of energy. The same as your carpet or your shoes or your car or your uh, car's tires is the wear and tear of energy and it happens to everybody. So why do we wanna do this cleansings? Why, why wouldn't we? We wanna live in a space that is clean. We don't wanna have this energies that could mess up with our mind. Uh, we don't wanna have that density that, especially if this is like, a, if, if it's a business or if it's a multi-use, uh, space, like in my case, I do my tarot readings and then I live here. Uh, I want to make sure that it's homey, that is welcoming to my clients, right? So I want the energy to be clean. And also I have my husband, my dogs, my, my dog, my uh, other pets and family that visit. By the way, one time I did this cleansing and uh, I stated very, very harsh, very, no harsh, uh, very, uh, positively that no bad energy could cross the threshold and some family members have never visited afterwards. Hmm. Isn't that something? So that is, that is great. So why we do it? Well, because we don't want any harmful or negative energies to come our way. Uh, when do we do it? Preferably twice a year. Uh, for some people who are pagan or pagan influence, they like to do it at Samhain. And then at Beltane, because it's the two opposite holidays. Um, I personally, because I grew up in a household that was Catholic in Mexico. And yes, I can do this because Catholicism in Mexico is paganism. Um, and I can make a joke because I'm Mexican. You can't. I'm sorry. Uh, Mexico is the most pagan country in the world. Don't take the Mexicans because they think they're Catholic. Um, so because of that, we used to do it at New Year's. I think New Year's for people who do magic, especially people in the United States who are like pagan or into witchcraft or, witch or Wicca, New Year's is so overlooked. It's so overlooked. Like nobody thinks about doing magic because culturally you're all thinking about going out and partying. And we, the Latino people, especially in Mexico, I mean, we're doing magic the whole night we're doing dinner and we're doing our thing but we're doing these little things that are about magic i'm going to recommend you an audio from a podcast that we just recorded so you can listen to that on your own time uh but this is about about cleansings so when do we do it if you if it works for you better sawin and belting or you can do it uh at new year's and then sometimes say in july or june think about like fourth of july being half a half a year 
you know, so half a year apart from each other. Uh, if you feel that there is a lot of density on the energy at, a, at your place, then by all means do it once a month, you know. Do I recommend that you do it more than once a month? Absolutely not. Why? You wouldn't have a pedicure once a week because your feet will become raw and you want that natural defense. You want that natural thickness of uh, the defense on your home and yourself to grow thick again, you know? So you're gonna clean it and you're gonna polish it, but then you want it to be a little thicker again. Uh, I just realized we are on 7.30, so let me get a crank in here a little bit faster. So how do we cleanse? How do we do it? This is why you're here. How are we gonna do it? The first thing that you're gonna do, I literally think pedicure. I know this is a silly comparison, but it's literally that. So when you go to have a pedicure, um, if you've never had a pedicure, look it up on YouTube, they almost all do the same. So the first thing you do is you put your feet on the water and then they rub it, right? They cut your nails and they rub your feet and they make sure all the nasty, dirty stuff or dry skin or whatever is gone. But then after that, they moisturize your feet and they paint your little toenails and they give you a little massage and it's kind of like all pampering, right? That's exactly the same thing we're going to do. So I'm going to do the house, which is what you pay for here. And then from the house, we're going to take it smaller into like the business and worship space. And then we're going to do person. So to do your house, the cutting and chopping of bad energy. This is super easy, super, super easy. And follow these uh, steps that are the most important. Before you do anything, cover any reflecting surfaces. You're gonna cover all the mirrors. You're gonna cover the microwave door. You're gonna cover this uh, open door. You're gonna cover the mirror on the bathroom. If your computer screen uh, monitor is super bright and you can see yourself reflected on it, cover it. Let me like super emphasize this. Any and all reflecting surfaces for the love of the goddess, cover them. Oh, Laura, but why is that so important? It is important because for many, many years, people have had this belief that energies and entities that are kind of mean uh, like to hide in mirrors. And whether you want to be superstitious or cautious, just do it. I'm going to tell you something. One time I cleansed a house and one of their mirrors was broken. And that's where the nasty energy was coming through. You can believe me if you want to. You can think I'm crazy if you want to. But I promise you these people had all kinds of nasty, good, disgusting energy coming through their house by that crack in the mirror. So not only I cleanse their home, but then I told them immediately, keep that mirror covered until you can actually change it. Don't have broken mirrors at your home, please. It's their, I'm using this word very lightly. They are portals. They are. We can talk about portals in another occasion. So, Cover any reflecting energies, right? Any reflecting uh, surfaces, that's number one. Very, very important. Number two, think cable guy. Think like if the cable guy was gonna come to your house. You know when they're gonna put the cable at your house, they say, please make sure that we can walk to all the corners of the house. Think about the same way. If you have a room that is cluttered, make sure that you clean physically first. So take out the clutter, sort out what needs to be garbage, what needs to be donated, what needs to kept be kept on a more tidy way. And oh, Laura, but I was not planning on cleaning my house and doing this decluttering right now. Well, it is kind of like painting on top of a wall that you didn't clean. Eventually the painting is gonna come down and it's gonna damage your walls more than if you actually scrape the wall clean. It's the same principle. And by the way, those little clusters of energy that is kind of harmful or mischievous, 
love clutter. So if you're having a lot of um, dense energy at your house and suddenly you realize like, oh shit, I do have uh, clutter. Step number one is clean that clutter as, as best as you can. Uh, and are you physically able, right? Don't harm yourself. Don't do it all at once uh, if, if there's a lot or have people help you if needed. But really uh, the cluttering before doing an er energy cleansing, it's a really, really good idea. I need to have a drink of water. And yes, my water is like, so you already cover every uh, reflecting surface and you already make sure there's no clutter so you can walk around, right? Next thing you're gonna do, I have just learned people call this chaos magic. I had no clue for I've been doing it since I'm seven years old. Maybe chaos magic, I don't give a shit. Uh, pardon my French, I just don't care. Uh, you wanna grab a pot and a pan or a pot and a spoon or a loud instrument or a flute or a trombone or any vibration thing that can make lots and lots of noise. Growing up, it was a pot and a spoon to make a lot of noise. Um, since I've been living in the United States, I have been using a tambourine and this tambourine actually has um, a little, uh, one of those little poop poop things to make noise, like a drum. Um, and that's what I use. And I walk around the place making a lot of noise. Why, Laura? Why do we have to make a lot of noise? Because it's all about vibration and energy. And the clusters love also, not only they love clutter, but they also love corners. So when you direct this high pitch sound, think about the sound. I mean, if you have kids, you have experienced this, a pot and a spoon, tack, 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 all that sound is really loud, right? So when you direct that sound towards the corners of your rooms, those pieces of energy that were stuck together, they start to loosen up. It's, it's just that, it's, it's physics. <laughs> I mean, if Neil deGrasse Tyson hear me right now, he probably rolled his eyes all the way to Canada, but I don't care. It's physics, it's loosening up that energy that has been encrusted on the corners of your uh, place, especially corners. Why? Again, physics, you know, it's easier to attach to a three uh, corner wall than it will be to a flat wall or to fabric right? So you walk around the house making lots and lots of noise. And then after you went all around the house, you can say things. You can say something like, this house is filled with love and energy. Anything else is leaving today. I say something in Spanish and whenever I do it in Spanish, people hear me say it in Spanish. So I'm gonna tell you real quick what I do. Um, I go around making the noise and I go saying, en este espacio vive solo positivismo. On this space, we only have positive energy. Cualquier otra cosa se va ahora mismo. Anything else leaves right now, right? So in this space, we have only positive energy. Anything else leaves right now. And I'm not asking, I'm not pleading, I'm not questioning, I'm not guessing, I am affirming. Anything else leaves right now. Because that's the tradition and the principles that I follow in my magic. That is one of the most important things is we don't plead, we don't ask, we don't beg, we don't negotiate. We demand, we command, we, um, intent in present tense as if it already happened. So, you know, we tell the thing or the energy or whatever it is out there, you're leaving right now, you're gone. Um, I even sometimes open the back door and make a lot of noise and then kick that out. Literally, I kick out whatever it is there. 
if you can and live in a place where you can go around the outside of the house, forget the neighbors, they're gonna think you're crazy, who cares? Uh, if it's safe for you to do it, do it around the house as well on the outside. If you're gonna do the outside, do the inside first and the outside second. If you cannot do the outside, don't worry about it. As long as you do the inside, that's fine. Um, if you have a garage, do the garage. If you have uh, an adjacent uh, little patch of grass, walk around the patch of grass and, and keep making that noise, you know, kind of like get out of here, you know. Um, and this is where I'm going to start modifying. If this is a multi-use building and then you have like uh, your home and your business and other multi-use rooms, I will start from the front of building office uh, store and then walk my way towards the back, right? So you start from the front door and you go from the back to the back. If it is a two, three level building, you start from top and you go from the top of floor to the middle floor to the bottom floor. If you have a basement, you do the top and the middle, then you go in the basement, then you do the main floor last. The idea is as if you were cleaning, you know, when you're sweeping. So you sweep from top and bottom, then you sweep from the basement up and then you sweep from the house out. That's very clear, right? That, that don't need no more clarification. Um, once you've done all that, that you kick all that garbage out, then you're gonna do the actual blessing of the house. And the blessing of the house to me is the most important part. Not that the actual cleansing is not important. Let me rephrase, both things are part of the cleansing. But to me, the blessing is the most important because remember we were talking about uh, pedicure. First they cut the uh, uh, file and then your feet are like, ah, you know, in shock. It's like really your skin is in shock. So then comes the moisturizer and then comes the massage and then comes the nail polish, right? That suits that energy. Now, this is part of a, a psychological concept. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. Let me put that out there. I'm none of those things. I'm just the witch. But psychologically, it is known this concept of emptiness. So if I have a box in this space and I take out the box, now I have an empty space. And I can put anything on that empty space. I can put a, a coaster, right? But if I don't put anything, my mind subconsciously is gonna want the box back. This is a psychological concept. This is not inventions of Laura. And that's why when they say, oh, you have to get rid of bad habits. Okay, which habits that are better you're gonna put on the space of the bad habits? Because if you don't put anything there, whatever was there is going to come back. It's just that easy. So if you're going to cleanse, cleanse, but then put in a blessing into it, right? How do we do the blessing? Oh, this is my favorite part. So you already took the garbage out, quite literally and figuratively. You still have any reflecting area covered. You are not going to uncover those until you're done. And I mean, done, done. Then you're gonna grab your artifact that you're gonna use for the cleansing and the blessing. I like to use with this kind of candles. They are like the glass seven day candles. I just, this is my personal preference. Some people like to use smoke from earth. Uh, let me just clarify very quickly. That is not saging. Even if you use sage, that is not saging. Saging is a ceremony that is done by Native American people and it has not, nothing to do with smoking with herbs. So let's learn also to modify the language, right? So you can smoke with herbs. Um, some people like to smoke with uh, root plants. Some people like to smoke with rosemary. 
some people like to smoke with um, some other herbs or roses or dry uh, thyme or lavender. I mean, if you kick a store that sells witchy stuff, they will have any different myriad of herbs if that's your thing. I personally don't like to use any sage for A, uh, is not part of my native practice, and B, uh, it's an endangered species. And C, I don't like the smell of it. it smells like weed, and I don't like weed. <laughs> the weed that, you know, the, the, the marijuana, I don't like it. So I don't like that smell. So if I'm gonna be doing magic work and then I'm bothered by the smell, it's just not gonna work for me. So I don't use that. I do, however, because I'm Mexican, I use a lot of copal, which is the frankincense resin original from Mexico. And when I do my house, I use copal, you know, and you just use a little um, sensor and you put one of those self-igniting uh, charcoal cubes or pallets, and then you can put the herbs or the resin in it. And it, it's just, it's beautiful, it's darling. Um, some people like to use Palo Santo. Palo Santo is on that same like native clothes and it's also in danger. So, you know, if, if you wanna use any other type of incense, um, frankincense is really good. Mirror is really good. Lavender is really good. Any other incense that you can get your hands on. But if you don't wanna complicate yourself, you know what? Handy dandy candle is the best thing. That's why I put on the uh, description of this class. If you have a candle, use that candle. And if you have a candle that you wanna use for this, we're gonna pause in a minute so you can go and get your candle uh, because we're gonna bless our candles for this purpose. So, and I'm gonna teach you how to bless the candle. But let's say you already have your blessed candle. If it is important to you to have a circle before you start doing any of the work, then you do a circle of protection according to your tradition. If you don't have none of that, don't worry about it. You follow every step as I have told you already. Um, and that's that. Some people like to protect themselves before they do this kind of work. I, for one, I usually wear a um, bandana to cover my third eye. And I have a native belt that I use to cover my belly button. Why? Because your belly button and your third eye are places where you exchange energy and you don't wanna be cleansing something that is gonna go into yourself. So you wanna protect yourself. If this is not part of your practice, if this is not part of your belief system, then don't do it. There are people who practice and will not do any kind of magic unless they have uh, completely covered their head. And see, to me, that is irrelevant because I don't mind not having anything on top of my head, but you better believe I will always have, um, you will see me with a little bandana covering my, my third eye and the one covering my belly button. But again, these are extras that you're gonna utilize according to your belief system. And then comes, again, I keep saying this is my favorite part. Well, then it comes the favorite part. Then you're gonna be walking around the house with your candle. Be patient, we're gonna bless our tool in a minute, okay? So you walk around the candle. I, for one, like to do the symbol of the pentacle, which is, a star within a circle. If it calls to you to just hold the candle up high, that's fine. If you wanna do a cross because you are Christian, Catholic or otherwise uh, spiritual in that way, and that's the symbol that you believe to be sacred, then you do a cross. If you think it will be best to just do a circle, then you do a circle. But you know what? If you don't wanna do any of that, just hold the candle right? And we go room to room to room, giving our blessing. Oh, Laura, but I'm not a priestess. How can I do a blessing? 
Uh, you can do a blessing because you're a magical individual because you don't need intermediaries between you and the divine because you carry divine energy within you and because this is your space. Nobody is going to put more blessings in your space than you are. Even I, when people hire me, I try to put as much good energy as I can, but I always do it with the person that hires me. And I always pass them the candle and I always tell them to say something because this is their space. I can pray for you until I'm blue on the head, on the face. It's not my intention. Even if you pay me, it's not my space. So I want you to also do it with me. So what are we going to do? What are we going to say? There are key places that are super important. Uh, the first key place that is super important is your front, back, side, uh, garage, or whatever door. Any and other door in your place. You really want to get into that door and say something like, uh, this door allows positive, loving, harmonious energy to enter. That's it. We don't say what we don't want. And if this is the only thing that you take out of this class, let it be it. Never mention the thing that you do not want. So don't say, I don't want bad energy. Don't say, I don't want uh, Tia Juanita to come. Don't say that. Because the universe does not how it works. That's another different class. Say what you want. If possible, say it on present tense and try to say it with the emotion as if it already happened. Okay, so there's three very interesting things. Say what you want, say it on present tense and try to visualize, try to put the energy emotionally as if it already happened. Guys, I'm already seeing the clock and I know we're going to go a little bit over. Is everybody okay? We're going a little extra five minutes. Yes, yes, okay. Uh, so you say it in present tense as if it already happened. So on this door, you can say, this door is blessed. Only positive, only positive energy can get through. Um, you do that on all your doors. You do that on all your windows, right? Doors and windows. Second very important part of your house. If you have um, electric box, you know the box where you have all the little switches and all that, uh, or you can just do it on one of the outlets for the light and say, uh, okay, Elizabeth is saying that they might come back and watch the recording later if we go over. I'm, I'm gonna try to really hurry up, but anyway, um, on that electric box, you say the wires and um, pipes or whatever electricity that comes carries in and out, only electricity. Why are we saying that? So those wires don't bring out negative energy. So we say these wires that come in and out of the house, only, uh, only their only traffic is electricity, right? Then you go to any pipe. You can go to the uh, sink on your kitchen. You can go to the sink on your bathroom. You can do it on your bathtub. You can do it on any, on your shower, anywhere. And it's kind of the same principle. You say these pipes only work to bring in clear water and to take out waste water. Please make sure you say this about the pipes because we don't want our pipes to ever, ever, ever bring back waste water. You know what I mean? So you say uh, these pipes carry in clean water and carry out waste water. And then uh, in the kitchen, when you are in the kitchen, go for it. The kitchen is the heart of your house. And as the heart and the hearth of your house, of your home, it carries the tradition of many, many, many years. 
So when you're in the kitchen, say this kitchen is blessed, there is abundance, there is prosperity, uh, there is enough to feed us to be healthy, there is enough to share with others when we invite them. Uh, if it is, again, your business, there is enough to share with the employees, with the employer, there is enough to share with all our customers and clients, and so on and so forth. And um, last but not least, one of my favorite rooms to cleanse is the bathroom. Because in the bathroom, we are wet and naked, or we are going to the bathroom, and when we do that, we connect with a very primal stage of our life. If we are going to the bathroom, we are on a very primal and animal instinctive uh, mode. And when we are taking a shower, we are like we were on the mother's womb. We are naked and wet. And believe it or not, there is some kind of connection with that primordial aspect of, of ourselves. And Think about it, don't tell me now, but think about it, how the best ideas, the best inspiration, the psychic messages, they usually come when we are on the bathroom because we are being very, very natural and animalistic. So when you're in the bathroom, make a point of saying, may this bathroom be blessed. May the pipes bring in good water, out waste water. As we get rid of the waste from our body. May we get rid of any harmful energy that is not needed. May we be cleansed physically and energetically. May we connect with source. The bathroom is like really super important to be cleansed that way. And then you do the other rooms, right? The ones that are multi-purpose, such as like your living room, um, your foyer or the garage. And you can say things like, you know, my, my property is blessed, my cars are blessed. Uh, may we welcome family into space where we entertain, may everybody be harmonious and happy. Um, if you have a, a bedroom and you have a partner, uh, you and your partner can say loving, caring, uh, things at the bedroom. You can say, in this room, we rest, we show love for each other, we make love, we have fun, we have pleasure, um, and also we rest on each other's arms, we keep each other company, we show each other love and appreciation, and also, very important, we rest. In this room, we rest. We rest because we need rest so much, especially in this capitalist, ridiculous world. If this is your business, then you talk about the business, right? And I said I was going to touch into divine uh, places and spaces, so your altar, right? If you're going to clean your altar with this energy, make sure you have physically clean the space first. So take everything out, clean it, dust it, whatever, put everything back, clean it, dust it, whatever. And then when you are in front of your um, altar or blessing space, then do a blessing of your altar very intentionally thanking the energies or deities that live in that space, um, offering them anything that's part of your tradition. Uh, I often recommend that the candle with which you clean is the candle that you leave there on the altar so it can be consumed in there. Um, and then if you're going to cleanse each other, um, if you are there with your spouse or a friend or a roommate, then you can do the candle and pass it around each other and saying to the person, you know, I bless you and cleanse you with harmonious energy. And then that person can do that for yourself. If you are by yourself and you don't have a friend or you don't have anybody that can help you do it, then do it yourself. And just do kind of like little circles around you. Concentrate on your chakras. You know, if you get a little dizzy, make sure you sit down. It happens. It happens. It happened to me once. Um, so, you know, make sure you sit down. I want to do the blessing of the candle before Elizabeth leaves. Because if anything, I want her to do this 
life with all of us. And it's very simple, it's very easy. And you can watch this video when you come back to it and then you can write it down. Uh, is everybody ready with a candle on their hand? If you're right-handed, hold your candle on your right hand. If you're left-handed, hold the candle on your left hand. Uh, don't worry about lighting the candle, just make sure you have it. So we're gonna do this together. This we're doing the work now. Okay, we're doing the work now. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take three deep breaths. You can repeat after me out loud or just repeat on your mind, preferably out loud if you're able. And you say these words. I charge you by the powers of North, South, East, and West. I charge you by the powers of air, earth, water, and fire. I charge you by the powers of the sun, the moon, the stars, and the universe. You are a conductor of blessings, cleansing, healing, and protection. You are a tool to cleanse my home. You are a tool to cleanse my sacred space or my business. You are a tool to bring the blessings of the divine into my home. In the name of the divine, the source, as this I will, so mote it be. So it is, amen. Thank you, Elizabeth, for hanging out. And if you need to go, I understand. Please come back and look at the recording. I will make sure you get the recording somehow. Um, so now your tool is ready. Now your tool is ready. You don't have to do anything else to your tool. If you wanna come back to watch the video and redo the blessing and um, edit or, or accommodate some words, please do that. That is a very generic uh, charging of tools that I do. And as you could hear, uh, could hear when I was doing it, it repeats itself, right? So I charge you by the powers of north, south, east, and west. I charge you by the powers of air, earth, water, and fire. I charge you by the powers of the sun, the moon, the stars, and the universe. I normally say with the blessings of the goddess, because my belief system speaks to goddess. If your belief system says with the blessings of God, or with the blessings of Jesus, or with the blessings of Buddha, or whatever. Or if you want to say with the blessings of source or the universe, right? Or if you dedicate yourself to a specific deity. In my case, I love goddess Fortuna. So chances are I will say, you know, with the blessings of goddess Fortuna and so on and so forth. So you can edit this. This is not set on stone. This is not one only way to do it. And actually, this was something I picked up many, many years ago. I think it's a stylized adaptation of a blessing by Scott Cunningham. So chances are there's somewhere in a book, a charging of tools by Scott Cunningham. I don't recall if I ever seen it, but this is how I do it. You have your tool, you're gonna bless your house. Um, you can use a seven day candle and just let it burn. You can use a three hour candle and just let it burn. Um, you can light this candle after you do the cleansing and then snuff it and then put it away. And then the next time you do a house cleansing, you use the same candle. If you buy your candles from Romy and you buy <laughs> your candles that are soy candles, they're indestructible and they last forever. So you can do one of those candles. It will last you for eternity. Uh, because Romy, how long ago I bought this from you and look, it's still full. And I use it all the time that I do rituals with the circle sanctuary. And it's like, you never use it because it, it will, it will burn, 
and then it will solidify again. And it's like, it really is a very good reusable candle. Um, Seran Lord, for those wondering, Seran Lord, that's where you get your candle. So um, that is basically on a nutshell, what we do, how we do it, uh, how we charge our tool and how we do it. That charging of the tool could be any tool. Could, you could do it to incense, you can do it to water. And if you do it with water, you just put your fingers inside the water. When you say that bit of you are a conductor or blah, 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 you put your fingers in the water. And then you can use that water and just sprinkle the water all over your place. You know, uh, you can sprinkle that water all over you. It, it is beautiful. Last but not least, I want to, um, I don't want to take so much of your time, y'all. Um, a very easy way that you can do quite literally in a pinch if you're feeling a little funky, like your energy is not quite where you want it to be, uh, before you take a shower, and this is very like folkloric traditional thing that I learned from a guy, from my teacher in Mexico. You feel very funky and you just wanna do a, like a super quick cleansing of yourself. Do a pinch of salt, put it on your hand. And when you go take a shower, put it right here on your crown chakra. Put the salt right there and then let the water wash that salt away. And while you're doing that, of course you're gonna taste the salt water, which is kind of funny, but think about that salt cleansing yourself. And that is something that, yeah, tongue in cheek in a pinch, with a pinch of salt, you can do to wash yourself. Um, again, I don't recommend that you do a self cleansing too often. Uh, once a year, maybe twice a year. But if you feel, you know, because sometimes you're working with a lot of people, people are being difficult, or you are going through a lot and you feel that you're not quite there, do the pinch of salt thing and you're done. The last thing that I want to tell you, very, very important. We are asking the divine to clean, to cleanse, to, you know, make this space sacred and pure. Don't be surprised of side effects. What side effects, Laura? People that might not visit anymore. Friends that suddenly poof, evaporate. Relationships that are no longer serving you. Or um, sometimes, and I hate to say this, I don't mean to scare you, but sometimes appliances go crazy. Remember I was telling you earlier about this house that they, they, this is a couple that they love each other very much and they have a very, very blessed life. They have money, they have beautiful children, they are very good looking. So they deal with a lot of envy and a lot of energy of people that, you know, want to suck it all up from them. And they had that mirror where all this bad energy was coming through and all that. Um, a week after I did the cleansing on their house, she called me and she said, this is a very unique situation, folks, okay? But she said to me, their toaster, their microwave, and I think their fridge and their car broke on the same week. And she was like, really? And I'm like, yep because they were dealing with lots and lots and lots of envy. Do I think that is going to happen to y'all? Of course not. I hope not. But there is a possibility that something on the electrodomestic department of your house could go crazy because we're talking about energy and energy is going to always try to find the place of least resistance. And since we are getting rid of harmful energy, it's going to go somewhere. And sometimes it goes to the microwave, you know, and good. A microwave is replaceable. Your peace of mind is not. Uh, and with that said, I want to know if you all have questions or suggestions or complaints. If you want to speak out loud your question, please do so. I think this thing will record only me. But if you want to play it safe, write your question on the um, chat room. While you think about it, I'm gonna get a drink of water. Uh, 
Okay, it looks like we have, okay, go ahead. Maybe, no, maybe, no, no, okay. It looks like we have no questions. So the only thing that I have left to say is, first of all, again, apologize for the time confusion. Second of all, to remind you all, this is gonna be kind of a series of classes. So uh, next month, which will be towards the end of December, we're gonna talk about love and love spells. So if that is something that interests you, stay tuned. I am not gonna work with Eventbrite anymore because it just didn't work for me. Uh, but somehow there's gonna be something and I will let you all know, specifically for you who joined this class, once this video is available, I will send you a link so you can watch it again. Please don't share it with anybody because, you know, uh, if you have questions about private classes one-on-one, -on -one, let me know. Um, and stay tuned for the next class. And thank you so much for attending. Um, the best day to do this, if you don't want to do it on the 31st because you're going to have a party or whatever, uh, make sure that you do it like a couple of days before. So that will be tomorrow or the day after. Or you can even do it the first week of the year because remember, time is relative, <laughs> you know, and uh, our new year is on the 31st, but there are other traditions that is not until February or March. So, you know, as long as you do it at least once a year, this is great. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. And uh, remember, you can find me on Facebook as Thera by Laura Gonzalez. You can find me for booking in www.calendly.com slash Laura. And you can find me on Instagram as Magia Serati. And with that, I thank y'all for being here. I'm gonna stop the recording. Bye -bye.